0: 8 2023, and this evening's public safety meeting is now called to order. We begin to acknowledge that the land on which we gather, and that is currently known as the City of West Hollywood, is the occupied, unceded, seized territory of the Gabrielino Tungva and Gabrielino Critz people. Now for the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, Steve Martin, would you lead us in the pledge, please?
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Now the moment that we all have been waiting for on the oath of office. On the agenda tonight is the oath of office, city council members will provide the oath of office to newly appointed public safety commissioners. Uh, On Director Rivas, do we have an order?
2: Um, we, we, we do, yes. So um, if I can have Mayor Pro Tem uh, Erickson come up to provide oath of office to Robert Saltzman. Come on
3: over, Mr. Saltzman. All right. We're going to do this from our iPhones because we're hip and cool. Great. Okay. Okay. All right. Raise your right
4: hand and repeat after me. I, Robert M. Saltzman.
3: I, Robert M. Saltzman. Do
4: solemnly swear.
3: Do solemnly swear.
4: That while serving in the office.
3: That while serving in the office.
4: As a member of the Public Safety Commission for the City of West Hollywood.
3: As a member of the Public Safety Commission for the City of West Hollywood. That
4: I will support and defend.
3: That I will support and defend
4: the Constitution of the United States.
3: The Constitution of the United States
4: And the Constitution of the State of California.
3: And the Constitution of the State of California.
4: That it will bear true faith and allegiance.
3: that it will bear true faith and allegiance.
4: To the Constitution of the United States.
3: To the Constitution of the United States.
4: And the Constitution of the State of California.
3: And the Constitution of the State of California.
4: That I take this obligation freely, without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion.
3: That I take this... Uh, I'm sorry. That
4: I take this obligation... Obligation f-
3: freely without any mental reservation, mental reservation or, or purpose, purpose of operation. evasion
4: and that, well and,
3: and that I will well and faithfully
4: discharge the duties
3: discharge the
5: duties
4: upon which I am about to enter
3: upon which I am about to enter
4: congratulations
5: Commissioner.
3: thank you, thank you.
5: Thank
2: you. So we can ask uh, council Member byers to come up to uh, provide the oath of office to Joe freiberg
6: this honor. Okay, raise your right hand. I state your name. I, Joy Freiburg. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear that while serving in the office, that while serving in the office as a member of the public safety commission, of a member of the public safety commission of the city of West Hollywood, of the city of West Hollywood, that I will support and defend, that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the United States, and the Constitution of the State of California, and the Constitution of the State of California, that I will bear true faith and allegiance, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the constitution of the United States to the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California and the Constitution of the State of California. That I take this obligation freely that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion or purpose of evasion. And that I will well and faithfully and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties upon which I'm about to enter. Discharge the duties I'm about to enter
2: Yes. <laughs> Up next, if I could have Council Member John Howman uh, provide the oath of office to uh, Bill Harrison.
7: raise your right hand and repeat after me I bill harrison I bill harrison do solemnly swear I do solemnly swear that while serving in the office as a member of the public safety commission that while serving in the office as a member of the public safety commission of the city of west hollywood of the city of west hollywood that i will support and defend the constitution of the united states that i will support and defend the constitution of the united states and the constitution of the state of california and the constitution of the state of california that I will bear true faith and allegiance. That I will bear true faith and allegiance. To the Constitution of the United States. To the Constitution of the United States. And the Constitution of the State of California. And the Constitution to the State of California. That I take this obligation freely. That I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. <laughs> and that I will well and faithfully discharge. And that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties upon which I'm about to enter. The duties upon which I'm about to enter. Congratulations. Thank you. you.
2: And last and certainly not least, Councilmember Meister, if you could please provide the oath of office to George Nickel. Best
8: for last. Okay. Raise your right hand. I, George Nickel, I, George Nickel, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear, that while serving in the office, that while serving in the office, as a member of the Public Safety Commission, as a member of the Public Safety Commission, of the City of West Hollywood, of the City of West Hollywood, that I will support and defend, that I will support and defend, the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the United States, and the Constitution of the State of California, and the
5: Constitution of the State of California,
8: that I will bear true faith. That I will bear true faith and allegiance and allegiance to the, Constitution of the United States to the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California and the Constitution of the State of California. That I take this obligation freely that I take this obligation freely, without any mental reservation, without any mental reservation, or purpose of evasion, or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully, and that I will well and faithfully, discharge the duties, discharge the duties, upon which I am about to enter, upon which I am about to enter. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Commission Secretary, may I please get a roll call?
9: Commissioner Freiberg? Here. Commissioner Harrison? Here. Commissioner Nickel? Here. Commissioner Oliver? Here. Commissioner Saltzman? Here. Chair Holman? Here. We have a quorum.
0: Approval of the agenda. Staff, are there any changes to tonight's agenda?
2: Uh, Chair, yes, Um, staff would uh, like to recommend to the commission that um, item 12, items from commissioners, be consolidated with item eight, uh, which is titled on the agenda as commissioner comments. Um, And this is uh, simply uh, something that staff um, did not catch when they were preparing the agenda. However, the public safety commission uh, bylaws um, do reflect that there should be um, one item listed in terms of commissioner or items from commissioners. And so staff is recommending that change. Um, secondly to that, uh, staff is also asking uh, that uh, item 10, items from staff actually be heard uh, prior to unfinished business. Um, to allow staff to provide some updates uh, to the new public safety commissioners that are on board, given the fact that we did not have a meeting last month. um, And also uh, given the fact that we had a study session that really focused on um, a request for proposal and
0: uh, the monthly public safety reports were not provided at that time. Great, thank you. Uh, Do I have a motion to approve the agenda?
3: I move to approve the agenda. Second.
0: Great. Uh, Commission Secretary, can I please get a roll call?
9: Commissioner Freiberg? Aye. Commissioner Harrison? Commissioner Nickel? Aye. Commissioner Oliver? Aye. Commissioner Saltzman? Yes. Chair Hallman? Aye. The agenda is approved.
0: Thank you. Um, approval of the minutes, item six on the agenda is the approval of the minutes. Are there any changes to the minutes from our March 13th meeting? Do I have a motion?
10: So moved.
0: Do you have a second?
10: I think you have to since you're the only one present.
0: Oh, Yes, I guess I would have to. All right, I seconded. All right, Commission Secretary, can I get a roll call, please?
9: Commissioner Freiberg? Aye. Commissioner Harrison? Aye. Commissioner Nickel? Aye. Commissioner Oliver? Aye. Commissioner Saltzman? Aye. Chair Hallman? Aye. The minutes are approved.
0: Thank you, Commissioner Secretary. Um, public comments. Um, Commission Secretary, do we have any speakers tonight in chambers?
9: We do have one in chambers, and we may have one or some on, um, on
0: Zoom. Thank you. Let's start in chambers, please.
9: Okay, the first speaker we have is Steve Martin. If you want to come to the podium, you'll have three minutes to speak.
1: Steve Martin, West Hollywood. Well, I'm glad I came tonight. It's not very often that you get to see a commission, meet so many new commissioners, and see the commission go through so many changes. Uh, I probably don't need to tell you, you're assuming office at a time when there's a lot of challenges facing the city, as well as the country, about issues of law enforcement and public safety. And I have to just say, I appreciate the fact that you're willing to get in the (laughs) get into the thick of things, uh, because you will be. Uh, I also wanted to thank uh, my friend uh, Todd Hallman and Robert Oliver. I don't think I got a chance to thank you guys for your leadership during that discussion about whether we hired the consultant uh, to look into our own law enforcement. I I think that your leadership, your recommendation that we not go down that path avoided a lot of conflict and really allows us to focus on how we can make Policing in West Hollywood better and more effective and there's lots we can do And I think there's lots that I hope we will do but we need to be building some consensus and we need to be asking The questions that the community wants to hear and that's why I'm really happy that my friend George Nicolo Who I've served with on the East Side neighborhood watch along with Todd? Um, you know comes with a perspective of the neighborhoods so um, Anyway, thank you for taking this all on. And um, you know there's just so many things to start off with, but I, one of the issues that former commissioner Jackie Steele talked about is looking at what kind of uh, community uh, orientation is happening at the academy, and I'll, we'll come back and talk to you more about that at another time. But that, but that is an important issue that shouldn't fall through the cracks. And since I hope we still have a few council members within hearing distance, I would also use this opportunity to lobby that we restore funding for the sheriff's department so we can get back up to the 68 deputies we had prior to COVID. But anyway, thank you and congratulations.
0: Commission Secretary, any additional comments in chambers?
9: We have no additional comments in chambers. Um, I believe we have some in Zoom.
0: Great, thank you.
2: Um, And if I could start off by asking uh, the phone number um, with the last four digits of 1246 to please unmute yourself uh, by pressing star six, Um, you will have three minutes um, to comment. Um, Phone number ending in 1246. I can see that you're unmuted, but we cannot um, hear you in the chambers. Um, If I can move on and we'll circle back um, with uh, the last four digits of 5670. If you can please press star six to unmute yourself, you'll have three minutes to speak if you wish to at this time. Chair, it looks like we may be having some difficulty um, with uh, the audio. Um, so let's see if we Hello. can- Hello? Oh, oh, yes.
11: Hello? Can yeah. you hear me?
2: We, we can. Are you the last four digits of 5670?
11: I am. This is Yola Dore, 30 plus year resident of West Hollywood. Good evening, commissioners, staff, and honored guests and congratulations to all those that are new. Safety is of the utmost importance, at least it is to me. When I go out day or night, I fear that there could be flying bullets, people out there with hate in their heart. Unlit places people that are trying to cause problems in our neighborhood, in our city. We have so many wonderful events that happen here. We need them to be safe events, just like you're meeting tonight. It's very important to me to participate, to make this city the best it can be for all the residents, not just some. With the mood going around the country, that people can come into communities like ours with ak 47, that people can shoot through a very nice apartment building causing problems, evacuation, that people think that ambassadors can handle this? I don't think so. They have their place, but they're not a trained and honored deputy that knows how to recognize and how to curtail these issues. Please try together to join us and do something positive to make our city the best and the safest out
2: there. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yola. Um, I will return back to the last four digits of uh, 1246, who I believe is Genevieve Morrill, um, who's trying to unmute. Um, Genevieve, if you can press star six.
12: Can you hear me?
2: We can hear you, Jen. Ah, right.
13: uh, I muted and unmuted, okay. Thank you, Director Revis, uh, and uh, thank you, uh, Madam Clerk. Genevieve Morrill, uh, President and CEO of the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. And I, I first just want to congratulate all the commissioners tonight, and uh, thank you for your service and stepping up to serve. Um, it is, we know, a task that is on top of your probably your normal job, your normal day life and so we really appreciate your ability, your willingness to serve the community and so I just want to congratulate all of you and thank you and hope to get to know all of you. Um, I'm going to repeat, I just also want to thank uh, public service, uh, public safety um, staff and directors Danny Grievous and our sheriff. I think they do a remarkable job giving um, not only the political environment but also the situation that's out there in the world right now. It's not exclusive to West Hollywood, we know that. Um, And you all play a really important role for our community right now. Um, And we're here tonight to seek your help and I will give the same plea that I gave to City Council, which is that we need to be doing whatever we can do and not look at statistics on whether last month's stats were better than the previous month. Um, You know, that's just not sufficient enough to look at what's happening in the community, how people are feeling, Uh, employees are afraid to go to work. Uh, residents are afraid to go out at night. Uh, my husband is afraid to go to a mall. I mean, we are in the midst of a, of a, of a pandemic of gun violence and crime that is across the nation. Um, and so we as a small community, we can do things to help combat that. And I really, um, really encourage anything we can do, any resources, any partnerships, anything we can do. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to put the onus on block by block. Uh, because they're not, as Viola Lore said, they're not trained professionals. Uh, we need armed personnel that can be trained and understand how to combat some of these issues. We need boots on the ground. We need every resource available. And we understand community policing as well. We understand it shouldn't all go to the sheriff. But we need smart um, strategic plans that will help us combat the fear that people feel out in the community right now, and the crime and the unrest that's taking place to make people feel unsafe. And so I just plead with you right now to do everything you can, can do to take action loud and strong and make the community feel safe and not get caught up in the political optics. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, again, congratulations and welcome to the commission.
2: Thank you Genevieve Um, and the last uh, phone number that I had listed in zoom um, ends with the last four digits of 5307 Um, if you wish to speak or provide comment at this time, please press star six to unmute yourself Um, you'll have three minutes to speak.
0: Uh, Chair, that's uh, all the speakers that we have during public comment at this time. All right, great, thank you, Director Revis. Section eight, as Director Revis mentioned, um, we moved one item forward. So first, section 8A, commissioner comments and items from commissioners. Uh, This portion of the meeting has been set aside for general comments, announcements, requests, and or other issues of concern from members of the Public Safety Commission. Um, I'm going to start by first personally welcoming all of our new commissioners. Uh, I'm very excited to meet each and every one of you and to work with you on behalf of the city of West Hollywood. So welcome everyone. Um, also a little housekeeping. Um, when we get our agency reports on fire, uh, sheriffs, and block by block, um, I'd like to agree that everyone is comfortable with four minutes per agency to ask questions. And it's not to censor anyone, but it's just to keep us on target so we have enough time in the event that we need to discuss other items and debate. And obviously, if it's an important issue and you are asking questions, then we will extend that time. So is everyone in agreement? Okay, great, thank you. Um, Also, um, my announcements, it's been a while since we've been here in chambers, so I can't remember what I mentioned the last time, Um, but I took CPR training uh, that the city provided, which I think is amazing. I pray that no one falls out in front of me and I have to like deploy um, my measures, but I will do my best also the city provided active shooter training here in the chambers which i attended uh, which was quite informative it's sad that we live in a time like this but it's important for us to be prepared and then finally um i just finished cert training with councilmember meister and commissioner Nichols. um i found it quite informative there was a lot um but I'm happy that I took the course, and obviously if Commissioner Nichols wants to share his feelings, I'll allow him you know to do that as well. Any other commissioners that have comments or questions?
10: Um, I do
0: All right, Commissioner Oliver.
10: So well welcome to the new commissioners the majority of the commission tonight. welcome and congratulations. Um, I am really proud to have served on this, this is the end of my second term on this commission, Um, and now is a time that new appointments are being made, and commissioners, existing commissioners are being asked if they want to to, um, be considered for reappointment. Um, There have been a lot of changes in my life, I'm serving the community in in different ways now, and ultimately that's why we're all here, is to serve the community. Um, I have decided not to seek reappointment after all. Uh, I think I, I, um, I'm excited, and I'm a mix, you know. I'm sad to be leaving, um, so I'm definitely feeling some mixed emotions about it. But I'm really proud of the work that we've done. I think we've learned a lot as a board, as a body. Um, one thing that I definitely, know to be true is the best decisions um, are made with time and careful deliberation. Um, It takes time to learn the the flow of these commissions. Um, But one thing I can definitely say I recommend is take your time. If something needs to wait till the next meeting, table it. Call for more public comment. And that's the best advice I can give as as an outgoing commissioner, Um, but I definitely want to thank the city, I want to thank the council um, for the opportunity. It's been, I think, a cumulative four years uh, for me on this commission, Um, and it's been great. It's been an honor. Um, It's been an honor to serve with you, Chair Holman. Um, I know I'm going to get emotional. Um, I love this city. I really do, and that's why I look for ways to be of service. And um, I respect every single person who has decided to take time from their families, from their personal lives to be of service in their community, so thank you. And you know, after, I guess the gavel at the end will be officially the, the end of my term. Um, tonight will be my last meeting, so thank you. Well, thank you.
0: Commissioner Oliver, um, it has been a pleasure. You will be missed. And as usual, I'm always the old dude. I'm gonna be like a senior person up here, but um, you know, you will definitely be missed, so thank you very much. Um, commissioners, anyone else have any comments?
5: Yes, um, i like to what you said about the CERT training which we completed. Uh, it took three Saturdays, and uh, we learned a lot Hopefully, we'll never have to use any of it, but it's always best to be prepared. So I feel more prepared now after doing it, and I strongly encourage everyone, the next time the opportunity comes around, and it does, I think, yearly in West Hollywood, do take the time to do it. It's, it's three Saturdays, but you'll be glad you did. Um, and then I also did a ride-along with uh, Fire Station 8, which was, again, really informative. It was very interesting. Um, it's my local fire station, Uh, right near my house, so um, it was very interesting to hear their perspective, and then I also did one with the police on Friday evening, Cinco de Mayo, Uh, so it was a good night to get out there and see everything that happens in the city.
0: Thank you, Commissioner Nichols.
5: Actually, I would also like to see if we can agendize for the next meeting a discussion of the level of the law enforcement in the city of West Hollywood.
0: Okay, um, can you give us a little more like
5: Sure, absolutely. Um,
2: and, uh, and I'm sorry, Commissioner Nichols, can you get a little closer to the mic? And just uh, just as a sorry. reminder, I know just in the chambers, if we can get as close as we can, that way everybody can hear the audio.
5: Sorry, Thanks is this so better?
2: Yes, yeah, perfect, thank Great. you.
5: Um, specifically, I think that we should discuss the return to the number of deputies in the West Hollywood Police Department to pre-pandemic levels.
0: All right. Um, do we have a second?
2: Um, Chair, if I could just uh, jump in um, real quick and, and certainly uh, something that I wanted to touch on during items from staff. Um, you know, I, I know right now we're nearing um, the discussion that's actually going to be going to the City Council. Um, actually, this coming Monday at their next Council meeting, City Council will be receiving a semi annual community safety update, um, and that is going to entail actually. Um, the last six months of uh, data as it relates to our public safety partners, uh, which will include uh, our Los Angeles County Fire Department, our Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, as well as our Block-by-Block Security Ambassador Program. Um, And so at that time, City Council will be um, reviewing that data um, and then also uh, providing uh, direction to staff um, regarding any sort of uh, adjustments or anything as it relates to the public safety contracts um and then uh, following that um in June there will be a meeting that the City Council will be having to um discuss the budget uh for the upcoming fiscal year um so it would be my recommendation to the Public Safety Commission given that we do have a number of, of new commissioners uh, and congratulations to everybody um uh, but I think you know having an opportunity to uh, schedule some time, some study sessions, if you will, to really give everybody kind of the full background on the public safety contracts um, and having a, a good understanding of that uh, would be my recommendation. First, again, just given the timeline, um, the fact that city council is gonna be discussing this item um, this coming Monday, um, you know, I think allows the commission and other members of the community, um, you know, the opportunity to discuss the item, provide public comment, et cetera.
0: Okay, thank you, Director Rivas. So um, Commissioner Nichols, um, are you comfortable and um, are you willing to retract the
5: motion? Well, I I mean, it's within our purview to to have a discussion about this, and it would be our next meeting, I believe, is the 12th of June. Uh, The finalization of the budget is the 26th. That is correct. So we would still have an opportunity between now and June to do any necessary study sessions. And then when we have our next meeting on the 12th, to have a discussion.
2: Yeah, so actually there will not be an opportunity to do a study session between now and the June 12th meeting. Um, we have pride uh, right around the corner as well that um, has really uh, taken up um, a lot of the capacity from staff, from the public safety side. Um, you know, we can certainly, again, try to agendize and and, uh, get things on the agenda to get everybody up to speed. Part of my comments to diving into the items from staff that I wanted to make mention to the commission is that um, we need to establish uh, a work plan for the Public Safety Commission. Um, And so that is going to be an integral part um, to achieving uh, the goals that the commission as a whole uh, wishes to discuss. Um, And so that's certainly something, again, that uh, we were looking to kind of dive into and spending an adequate amount of time um, related to that. But it is, of course, the will of the commission um, as a majority to uh, make a decision based off a consensus on whether or not you wish to agendize uh, something um, at our next commission meeting.
0: Okay, so Commissioner Nichols, um, are you choosing to keep the motion on the floor?
5: Yeah, let's see if we have a second.
0: Okay, so do we have a second? Okay, so we don't have a second. So the motion will not move forward, um, but we will um, under the direction of staff have our study session, correct, Director Rivas?
2: Um, well, I, I wouldn't wanna term it as a study session in terms of our next uh, commission meeting, but certainly again, Um, Looking ahead, I think having a discussion in terms of our work plan uh, for the commission, I think would be something we need to agendize. And then something that um, uh, we've already been discussing with our West Hollywood Sheriff Station partners is uh, looking at reaching out to the contract uh, bureau division within the department uh, that oversees the contracts with all the contract cities, getting some representatives to actually come in um, and be able to provide a presentation um, to the commission, and then that allows, of course, the commission to, um, you know, ask questions, right, and get uh, well-informed um, uh, from uh, folks on their side as well. And so I think we can certainly look to, to do that. If it's the will of the commission, that's something that I planned on um, asking uh, the commission uh, for guidance on.
0: Okay, great, thank you. Um, are there any other um, commissioner comments that anyone would like to make at this time? So moving on to item 8B, uh, Director Rivas, I don't know if you have any additional items from staff that you want to go over with us. I do,
2: and again, good evening, Chair and and members of the Public Safety Commission. Danny Reeves here, uh, Director of Community Safety. Um, I also wanted to to introduce uh, my colleague and co-worker, uh, Jessica, who's actually serving as the Public Safety Commission Secretary and has been, um, and she and I will definitely be providing uh, the commission. Um, with the the best support that that we can. And so again, congratulations to each and every single one of you. Um, I did also want to just touch on Um, A couple of uh, updates that actually uh, were covered and mentioned um, at the last city council meeting. um, And then also given what I kind of prefaced when I was asking the commission to um, add uh, items from staff prior to the unfinished business monthly public safety reports that you will be receiving this evening from our public safety partners. I think it's important to uh, keep in mind uh, that the reason why this month we had uh, February March and April monthly statistics and data um, attached to the agenda is because that we had a study session um, in March, uh, which typically every month that we have a commission meeting, we review the month prior, right? So in March, that meeting would have reviewed the uh, statistics from our public safety partners for the month of February, but that did not occur because we dedicated that time towards uh, discussing the request for proposal that was on the table at that time. Um, And then following that in April, just last month, we did not have a public safety commission meeting um, because we had a lack of a quorum. Um, And so again, we were unable to uh, hear um, information from our public safety partners. Um, However, I do want to just stress to the commission and members of the public that these uh, reports that are provided by Los Angeles County Fire Department, our block by block security ambassador program and our West Hollywood Sheriff Station personnel, um, those monthly reports still were uploaded um, to the city's website. Um, for public viewing and for the commission as well to view those. Um, So just know that when we received those reports, even though we did not have the public safety commission meetings, those uh uh, reports and that information was still posted uh, on the city's website so for folks that wish to uh, view these uh, statistics and the data they're more than welcome to uh, go to the city uh, of west hollywood website at uh, www.weho.org forward slash uh, public safety reports and then you'll be able to actually see um, each report broken down by the three public safety partners that will be presented to you this evening um, in addition to that, um, a couple of updates uh, that occurred and in incidents um, in the community, I wanted to provide the Public Safety Commission uh, updates uh, regarding. Um, one was uh, in relation to um, an incident that did occur. Um, and that was caught on video um, about uh, two weeks ago uh, near the alley on Orlando Avenue, just south of Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, And so uh, the West Hollywood Sheriff's Station did work in conjunction with the Beverly Hills Police Department um, and our detectives from our West Hollywood Sheriff's Station were able to um, uh, get those folks uh, that were suspects Um, AND INTERESTED PARTIES um, AND FILED uh, CHARGES um, ON THOSE INDIVIDUALS. SO I DID WANT TO MAKE MENTION OF THAT um, TO THE COMMISSION AND TO MEMBERS OF THE PUBLIC uh, THAT MAY HAVE NOT SEEN THAT uh, AT THE LAST COUNCIL MEETING. Um, IN ADDITION TO THAT, um, AND AT THAT LAST COUNCIL MEETING, I ALSO PROVIDED AN UPDATE um, TO THE COMMUNITY AND TO THE CITY COUNCIL REGARDING AN INCIDENT THAT OCCURRED PRIOR TO THAT um, REGARDING an altercation that occurred between uh, a vehicle driver um, and a pedestrian um, that also included um, the involvement, or I shouldn't say also, but did include the involvement of two block-by-block security ambassadors. Um, And so this um, altercation between the pedestrian um, and the driver uh, resulted in the physical altercation between the two. Um, There was an arrest made um, in our block-by-block uh, security staff uh, witnessed this while patrolling um, on foot, uh, proactively, um, observed this information, observed this activity, and then reported it to the West Hollywood Sheriff Station um, who uh, responded uh, to the scene and then did address uh, the situation. Um, and then uh, also wanted to just make mention you know as we're looking at data that's going to be presented to uh, the Commission this evening, Um, Again, it will include February, March, and April, um, but as we kind of look at the statistics, um, even from the beginning of the year, counting January, um, that is something that staff uh, does discuss on a regular basis with our public safety partners um, in terms of just looking at um, any increases Um, decreases, right, areas of concern, et cetera, and then obviously uh, discussing uh, deployment and making recommendations, et cetera. Um, And so for uh, Los Angeles County Fire Department, um, they definitely, uh, for uh, last month, seen a decrease um, in calls for service uh, in comparison to March, Um, uh, and then in February, uh, it also seems to be almost steady with what you're uh, about to be presented for the month of April. Um, and then in looking at uh, January, um, it looks like it's pretty consistent, uh, but it was higher than, uh, than last month. So um, Assistant Division Fire Chief uh, Drew Smith will be here to obviously spend a little more, more time uh, with the commission in terms of providing um, information and answering any questions that the commission may have. Um, Similarly, with our block-by-block security ambassador program, um, we did see uh, calls for service um, increase uh, last month um, uh, in comparison to kind of January, which was the lowest of this calendar year, um, but it looks like it has uh, increased in February. Um, decreased in March and then we've seen a little bit of an uptick in April, so I'm sure um, Shea Gibson, our operations manager, will obviously cover that information, but um, our public safety partners are certainly going to be concentrating on April um, and those statistics specifically, but if there's any questions that that the commission may have, then obviously that will be a great opportunity for, for those questions to be asked. Um, and then lastly, uh, no different than, than fire and block by block, um, you know, we did have the most recent updated um, part one crime data um, and part two crimes that were reflected um, and provided by our West Hollywood Sheriff Station that are posted online um, and are gonna be presented in more detail by Sergeant Jason Duran. Um, but the data for April uh, of this year uh, does indicate a um, increase in part one crime incidents totaling 218. Um, the highest number this calendar year. Um, However, for comparison, uh, January reported at 184 incidents, uh, February at 205, and March at 171. Um, So just acknowledging that any increase in crime is a cause for concern. um, We also wanna make mention and note that um, year to date, um, in uh, 2023, this calendar year, there has been an 11% decrease in part one crime totals compared to the same period of time last year. So that's looking at January to um, the end of last month of this year and comparing it to that same time frame of last year. So we're still seeing a decrease as it relates to that, uh, but certainly acknowledging that there was uh, an increase uh, this calendar year and then furthermore uh, we also looked at april of this year monthly part one crime totals uh, remain uh, 30 percent lower than the peak uh, last year in june uh, of 2022 so we wanted to just make mention of that to the public safety commission um, as as data obviously will be reported this evening Um, and the city's community safety department is committed to working uh, Collaboratively and closely with the West Hollywood Sheriff Station to identify effective strategies uh, for addressing the specific uptick in the numbers in April, and will ultimately can be done uh, to reduce any crime rates in the community. So, um, and then lastly, uh, Chair and uh, members of the Public Safety Commission, I just wanted to make mention that uh, before our next meeting, we obviously will have Pride. Uh, we hope pride festivities that are just around the corner so i just wanted to highlight that Um, you know definitely the city has been um, in discussions with various internal departments our event services uh, division that really kind of spearheads from the production side of things but also works very closely with public safety um, and all of our public safety partners that participate in those discussions in terms of looking at um, the emergency action plan and the additional resources and enhancements that we make every year, but, uh, but certainly taking into consideration all the input and feedback and everything else that's uh, been communicated to us uh, leading up to this year Pride. So um, our public safety team will be um, ready and, uh, and in place and certainly uh, wishing uh, everybody a, a happy Pride. So that concludes my comments, Chair.
0: Great, thank you, Director Rebus. Moving on to item nine, unfinished business. Item 9A, report from the Los Angeles County Fire Department, uh, monthly reports. Uh, The Public Safety Commission will receive a report from the Los Angeles County Fire Department on activities for the months of February, March, and April. Good evening, sir. How are you?
14: Wonderful, thank you. All right, let me get positioned here. Uh, Well, uh, thank you for having us. We highly enjoy being your uh, fire department for the city of West Hollywood, so thank you to the new commissioners. Uh, You're going to love your fire department. True story, uh, Todd?
15: See?
14: I said you're going to love your fire department to the new folks,
15: correct? Oh, yeah, i love our
14: fire department. Yes, thank you. Thank you, and uh, Commissioner Oliver, um, well, I've been here three years and now you're leaving and I'm still here, so. My name is Drew Smith, I'm the Assistant Fire Chief for Los Angeles County Fire Department. I represent as your Fire Chief for West Hollywood, and thank you, Mr. Rivas, for kinda getting me to April, because I was prepared for all this, but it's relatively the same, but i like to focus on April with uh, what we had But there's really no big dramatic changes from January to today on the amount of runs and those run totals for the City of West Hollywood. So as an overview for the City of West Hollywood with your two fire stations, they average about 20 responses per day. Some are more dramatic than others, but that um, equals about 20 runs um, per day for your West Hollywood stations. Um, So it's a very busy place. And uh, you can't really coin it, whether it's any busier in the winter or summer. It's very um, transient in nature, if you will. just depends on the dynamics that are going on in town. But for April, uh, we had a total of 12 fires. And most of them were rubbish fires and vehicle fires. And we had one um, cooking fire. Uh, They were very benign in nature. We didn't have any big exposures um, or loss of any sort, so your firefighters took quick action on those. But uh, that is a constant theme within the City of West Hollywood is those vehicle fires and also rubbish fires. We um, had a total of 442 EMS calls, and 118 of those required advanced life support, 197 required uh, basic life support, and with that, um, also looking at our, service calls, and then our good intent calls. So there's a couple things I'd like to give you on what the difference is in a service call and a good intent call. So a good intent call is that somebody says, oh my gosh, I think there's something happening, I think there's an emergency, we show up and say, this is okay, and so they had every good intention to call 911, which we want folks to do, and then once your fire department got there, most likely with our sheriff partners there, we identified that there's no um, emergency needed. So, and then a service call would be something that um, we would go out and let's say somebody's water line breaks on their washer, or uh, something happens and a water line breaks, and it's a service call. It could be something to, you know, a lift assist possibly, <laughs> or just something that we uh, can go and be uh, good stewards of our profession. And that would be something as far as a service call that we would handle. So we like the, some of those good intent calls lead to, lead to major emergencies. So we want people to call 911 if you think that um, there's something that needs to be done by your fire department. That's for sure. So as we look into where we're at and where you're going, your fire family's doing great. So we're, we've been busy, if you know, as we start transitioning into uh, spring and summer, the activity actually gets busier, longer daylight hours. People like to be outside a little more, so you might have a increase in some of the activity that your firefighters and paramedics are going on. I'm glad to hear that, uh, Commissioner Nichol, you went on a ride-along at Station 8. That is uh, some great uh, men and women that are at that fire station, so I hopefully uh, you enjoyed that and saw uh, a little glimpse of the way we live so we are a fire family uh, we spend a third of our lives together so uh, you get to know pretty people uh, pretty well uh, so we are doing good so I appreciate the partnership and the support with the City of West Hollywood uh, glad to hear that you also did the CERT training so we did uh, 23 persons graduated, I believe April 29th I believe it was or yes. somewhere in there so uh, appreciate any of the feedback, which we already talked about, so thank you for those kind words, Captain. Uh, Harper's a wonderful man and uh, does a great job, so appreciate the kind words. He's a he's a great person. And we're in the, um, I don't think it ever ends, but we're working towards pride, and so we, um, with the Sheriff's Department, have a unified command structure so we can look and identify from the fire department side what adequate need is for that emergency preparedness component for treatment uh, for fires and how we're going to deal with uh, the amount of people that come to pride so we're in that preparatory planning phase right now so I communicate with uh, Mr. Rivas quite frequently uh, which is always a good thing so we're uh, getting geared up for uh, pride. Um, Also, with uh, Danny Rivas, we have constant communication, so I don't want you to think that the only time you're going to hear from your fire department is when we meet once a month. We have uh, open phone and open door policy. If you have a need from your fire department from me, I would like you to reach out to myself or to Danny Rivas. And so, if you need any clarification, um, you want to ride along with me and see what I do, Um, or different things that I look at, you're more than welcome to do that. So you have an open door with the Los Angeles County Fire Department that helps um, bring clarity to anything or just to have some exposure. We'd we'd, um, really like that if that's something you'd like to do. And with that, um, I'll see if there's any questions for myself. Um, And
0: commissioners, before we move to questions, Um, Obviously, I can call on anyone that raises their hand, but on our computers, um, we do have a request to speak button, which I'll get a notification, and there's also a request to motion, Um, but is there anyone that has any questions for our fire chief? Go ahead.
12: Your communication is with block by block do you deal with them ever or is that you don't have to deal with them ever at all
14: no we do so uh, block by block um could be at some, so if there's an emergency call, it's gonna be called in somehow, and sometime there is a block by block member. Uh, We hear their reports here at this commission. Is there anything that we need to be ahead of or how it goes? It's usually vetted through Danny Rivas if there's an issue or there's something we need to get together on. So we're not working in silos. If there's an emergency block by block might have some great information um, on something that happened before your firefighters and paramedics got there. So we do have a good working relationship uh, with block by block. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Did you have any other questions, Commissioner?
0: Uh, Anyone else have any questions for our chief? Uh, Commissioner Nichols.
5: Yes. Thank you so much for your presentation. Um, And yes, Station 8, it was amazing. There was a lot of camaraderie that I saw there, and one of the firefighters actually said something about being up to West Hollywood standards, that not everyone is, and I really liked hearing that. So it was a great experience.
3: Great.
5: Um, I did have a question, because um, I know that Fire Station 8 was listed as one of 33 buildings that are county owned in the county that's vulnerable to collapse in a major earthquake. So, which is sort of scary, because we have two fire stations And I believe that the majority of the firemen are in Station 8. So, I believe that the Board of Supervisors has a plan in place to do retrofitting within the next 10 years. Do you have any update on that? Do you know where they're at with that?
14: So, updates are being looked at, but we also have a potential proposal um, for a new station that we're identifying now, we can get that to you on um, looking at, Um, a larger piece of property. So, um, as that station is quite aged, our apparatus gets bigger. Um, We know that parking's an issue everywhere in West Hollywood. So, we have 13 members on duty every day. So, in the morning, we have 26 people that are exchanging, um, doing the car shuffle and doing all that good stuff. Um, So... There, there is a lot that needs to go on at that station to get it um, up to what we would like to see, but it takes time. But the best option would be actually a larger piece of land with a larger station that gives us room to grow. And that station was built with room to grow, but it's over 70 years old now, dang near. So um, we have outgrown it. So, as far as the exact Station 8 on um, where we're at with that, I, th- I feel that we're looking towards uh, the right station at the right place that gives us that expansion, which is um, what we're looking at. But uh, there's not a lot of open lots and land in West Hollywood. So, we have to really look at how we're going to do it tactfully because we can't close down a station because then, where do you put all of our people? So we have to look at that customer service delivery as well. So it's going to be, at best case, that we stay in Station 8 until we find a new piece of property that we're looking at um, that we might be able to build in the future.
5: Yeah. The quarters there are really cramped. And they I are. certainly did hear a lot of that, not just retrofitting, but finding an entirely new place. So mm. that's good to hear. But in the meantime, it is a little concerning that it's still vulnerable to collapse.
14: It is, that is correct. Um, it is, but with that, um, we have our construction and maintenance. They do annual inspections, and we do, if we have damage or something that we see, it is identified. The Los Angeles County Fire Department has a significant and robust construction and maintenance division that we can bring experts in to look at something, if something needs to be retrofitted or if something's a critical infrastructure that we can do. But I don't think that we're there yet on, um, based upon what I hear from our construction and maintenance folks. So,
5: good. Um,
14: great question.
5: One other question, and actually talking about the lack of parking for the firemen and women there, I know that they express concern because their cars have been broken into repeatedly, parked on the street, the the ones that don't have within the secure facility. So, um, that's not a good situation either.
14: Right, um, well there's opportunists out there and your firefighters can uh, be easily targeted as creatures of habit. They know that they go for 24 hours, they can identify, so they become really victims of a crime. Uh, There's only so much parking at the station and there's only so much parking that happens in the street. And so with that being said, the firefighters need to get creative on where they can find parking, there's uh, parking across the street, but then that leaves it in a vulnerable position because people um, that don't have the best intentions can target those. So it is a challenge, Uh, we're working through it, and so um, we don't really have a solution because that station was really built for a hometown, West Hollywood station, that in best practice that somebody lived 10 blocks away could come to work but we don't have many of our firefighters with the county being so big that live here in West Hollywood that can just walk to work and not have to worry about cars and such like that. So, and the um, street and parking has changed since the the origin of that um, building and how the lots have changed over the course of time, but that fire station has remained the same, so it becomes challenging where your firefighters are going to put their vehicles. So I appreciate you identifying that. So and I talked to Danny Rivas about this, and we'll, we're well aware of it, and um, it's sad that they get broken into, but we try to do our best, and I know that with uh, the public safety elements in West Hollywood that everybody's doing their best to kind of make, make sure that it doesn't happen as best they can.
3: Great. Uh,
5: And then one last thing, Um, there were concerns expressed to me about lack of ambulances, that it comes up, it goes down, but that there have been times when ambulances have not been available. I know that we contract with uh, an independent firm, but um, do you, they they said that it, it was worse earlier on in the year, it's gotten a little bit better, that it goes back and forth that um, the company, McCormick, has difficulty retaining staff uh, due to low salaries, other problems. Where are we at with that? Do you see any solution to that?
14: So that's a, I can talk to how we um, can accommodate a patient. Mm -hmm. So in best practice, you get firefighters and a paramedic, uh, Los Angeles County Fire Department then we have a partnership or an agreement with McCormick Ambulance that shows up to provide the transportation need. When they're fully staffed, we can get outtaxed or um, have a call volume that we're waiting for a delay. So right now, it can be challenging because the amount of ambulance that are available due to their staffing, but um, we have mutual aid agreements, like we can call Los Angeles Fire Department, and they can help us with some transport. We can work with Beverly Hills Fire Department if we need to to help that. But your firefighters are also, we will transport people, not the best case scenario, but we'll transport those patients in the fire trucks if we have to, which we've done before. So if we know that we have a delay in ambulance transportation um, to get to the hospital, so simple math, if we know that The ambulance is delayed by 20 to 30 minutes because they're coming from somewhere else, and we know that we can make it to Cedars within 11 to 12 minutes. We make it happen, and we get creative because we want to do what's in the best interest of the patient, so uh, um, sometimes we can be challenged with the ambulance company. Uh, I feel that they do a great job, but sometimes they get challenged in that, um, corporate America world with stuff and so, but your ambulance service McCormick uh, does us a great job, but they they get overtaxed sometimes with the, the call volume.
5: Got it. Thank you.
14: Okay. Great. Um, commissioners, anyone
0: else have a question for our fire chief? All right, sir. Well, thank you. As thank always, you. it's great seeing you. Thank you. Appreciate Maybe it. I'll take you up on that ride along with do you, it. so I yeah. would like the experience.
14: I'm like Denny, it's always open. Just tell me when you're ready and I'll do okay. this.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs>
14: right, you bet. Uh,
0: item 9B, reports from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Uh, the Public Safety Commission will receive a report from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department on activities for the months of February, March, and April. And just a reminder um, to all commissioners, uh, try to keep your questions uh, to four minutes and Director Revis will just um, keep time for us, just so we're aware of where we're at. And Sergeant Duran, welcome. Great to see you as always.
16: Good evening, how you doing? Chair Hallman, uh, new commissioners, welcome. Um, My name is Jason Duran. I am the service area sergeant for the West Hollywood Sheriff Station. I also oversee the entertainment policing and our cops teams. Um, I'm usually the one that'll be here to present the reports to you. Um, I thank Director Revis for um, kind of condensing down that we can go jump straight to April because when I tend to present more than one month, um, numbers kind of get a little bit, mixed up and and, and things are a little too confusing. So it's good that we're going to stick with just April and and cover the information that's there. Uh, April has been a busy month for us, and I will be covering a lot of um, data and incidents that have occurred here for West Hollywood Sheriff. For the month of April, uh, West Hollywood Station personnel responded to 1,760 calls for service. Um, of those calls, 88 were uh, requiring an emergency response. And for those of you who are not aware, an emergency response is a call that's a crime in progress or a life-threatening or a medical type of emergency. Um, deputies made 47 felony arrests and 107 misdemeanor arrests in that time period. Um, West Hollywood Station Park, uh, one crime is up in the city for the month of April with 218 incidents, which is the, the, the most for this calendar year. Um, As Director Rebus pointed out, February was 205, March was 171, and then again, April was 218. As compared to uh, April of 2022, uh, there was 198 incidents. Um, When we break down the Part 1 crimes by district or area, uh, the west side of the city accounted for 44% of the Part 1 crimes, a total of 96. City center accounted for 21% of the Part 1 crimes, 46. And the east uh, end of the city, 35% of the Part 1 crimes, 76. In in comparison to last year, uh, the west district was down 14%. City center was up 39%, and the east area was up 40%. Overall, our, our crime is driven by theft, grand thefts, petty thefts, uh, vehicle burglaries. That, that accounted for the, most, uh, the majority of all our Part 1 crimes within the city. There were 24 pickpocket incidents in the month of April. Uh, the vast majority of these incidents uh, involved cell phone thefts while victims were at night, nightlife venues within the Rainbow District. I'm sure that you are aware that we have had a continuing problem with pickpocketers um, in those districts and in that, in that area. And we continue to encourage public to be vigilant and uh, protect their belongings when in those locations because, again, it's a crime of opportunity. Those people out there are looking for people that are vulnerable, possibly intoxicated, not paying attention. So we do continue to uh, encourage public to be vigilant when you're at those type of venues. Uh, Catalytic converter thefts continue to occur in West Hollywood and surrounding areas. Uh, We had 25 in the month of April. Uh, Out of those 25, 20 involved Toyota Priuses. Uh, We are currently in the process of scheduling another free etching event um, that will be open to all residents and neighboring cities to come to our city and have their catalytic converter etched with a serial number, um, which is essentially their VIN number or their license plate number. Uh, Residential burglaries are down, uh, five compared to 10 from last year. Uh, Aggravated assaults are down by approximately 11%. Uh, There were three rapes in the month of April. Uh, Two of these incidents are actively being investigated. Our cops and EPT teams continue to conduct weekly operations based on crime trends. They'll focus on things of catalytic converters, um, vehicle burglaries, things of that nature, depending on what we're seeing as a trend or an increased amount uh, within the city. Our teams also um, do outreach with unhoused persons within the city, um, offering services and uh, resources that may be available to them. Uh, traffic-related incidents within the city, um, there was one uh, scooter versus pedestrian incident that occurred on April 29th in the area of La Cienega and Holloway Drive. Um, And it was a privately owned scooter. It was not one of the rental scooters. Um, There were eight DUI arrests uh, in April, six of which involved a traffic collision. Um, Our special teams is currently in the works of trying to develop another or a secondary community academy. Last year, we had a community academy uh, where citizens from the city were uh, offered the opportunity to come and experience some of the information and things that that we do here at the Sheriff's Department, Um, our next community academy, we do encourage all the new members of this commission to attend, it is a valuable experience. I'm going to cover some uh, notable incidents that have occurred uh, within the month of April. On uh, April 6th, uh, at approximately 9.15 in the morning, our COPS team deputies were driving in the area of Sunset and La Brea. The deputy saw a person standing near a vehicle in a gas station parking lot. They recognized that person from a wanted flyer generated by our detective bureau. The person was wanted for a robbery that occurred in West Hollywood in March. The suspect was arrested and found to be in possession of a loaded firearm. The suspect was also linked to two other robberies in the area from neighboring agencies. Um, Friday, April 7th, uh, at or 8.13 in the morning, deputies responded to 7100 block of Santa Monica regarding gunshots fired call. I'm sure a lot of you are aware of it at the the Dillon Apartment Complex. Uh, Upon their arrival, deputies, along with LA County Fire, located a female suffering from two gunshot wounds. The victim was transported to a local hospital in stable condition. She has since been released from the hospital. Uh, Deputies additionally located five bullet holes in the victim's wall. It appears that the shots came from the apartment located directly um, across or in front of the victim's residence. the target location was contained and call-outs were made. Uh, Nobody responded from inside that location and our special enforcement team uh, arrived at the scene um, and assumed a tactical command of the situation. Uh, We also had a crisis negotiation team respond and a mental evaluation team respond. Um, Numerous attempts were made to make contact with the suspect and they were unsuccessful. Uh, neighboring apartments were evacuated as a precautionary member. Red Cro- the Red Cross responded to assist uh, with the evacuees, and the evacuation of the site was set up at Plummer Park. Members of our Special Enforcement Bureau entered the location and did not locate a suspect. Deputies from the West Hollywood Sheriff Station conducted a search of the building and also did not uh, locate a suspect inside the building. Detectives in the West Hollywood Sheriff's Station are conducting an investigation and have identified a person of interest in this case. Uh, On April 11th, at 5.15 in the morning, in the area of Genesee and Santa Monica, a victim observed two males removing a catalytic converter from a Toyota Prius that was parked on the street. The victim called 911. The suspects noticed the victim. Uh, making the call and watching them, and proceeded to follow the victim in their vehicle. The suspects used their vehicle to block in the victim's vehicle. The suspects exited the vehicle armed with a baseball bat and a handgun and demanded the victim's property. Uh, The suspects are currently uh, outstanding, and our West Hollywood detectives are currently working on that incident. On April 25th at 9.30 in the morning, Uh, Two people were walking in the alley directly behind uh, La Boheme restaurant on Santa Monica Boulevard in Orlando. They were approached by three suspects, one armed with a handgun, the other with a rifle-type firearm. The suspects demanded their money. A third victim was walking on the sidewalk when uh, the robbery was occurring and he was also robbed at gunpoint. The, The suspects fled the area in a stolen vehicle and they were arrested the next day after committing an armed robbery in the city of Beverly Hills. Uh, and then lastly, this, this event um, occurred this month, just actually a couple days ago, but uh, it was in the media and I wanted to make you guys aware of it and, and give you an update on it. Uh, on Sunday, May 7th at approximately 3 a.m., West Hollywood Station deputies responded to a report of a hit-and-run vehicle versus a pedestrian at the intersection of San Vicente and Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh, a subsequent uh, a, An investigation revealed that the driver of a small uh, sedan hit three pedestrians with his vehicle leaving the scene after the altercation. Uh, The vehicle uh, fled west on Santa Monica Boulevard and out of view. All parties were treated at the scene by Los Angeles County Fire Paramedics and transported to local hospital for treatment of their injuries. Uh, The incident is currently under investigation. We have put out um, an attempt to ID flyer with the vehicle information to neighboring agencies and are utilizing uh, different law enforcement resources to try to find that vehicle and get that person into custody. Um, If there's any questions for me, I will be happy to answer what I can. If I do not know the answer to your questions, I will be happy to find that answer and present it back to you next month.
0: Uh, I'm going to kick this off, and um, I hope my father's not watching, but what is a Cadillac converter, and why are they in such demand?
16: So it's a a, a catalytic converter. It's part of the exhaust system of a vehicle. Um, It basically, it it has something to do with the emissions and reducing the amount of the emissions that come out of the vehicle. and they are in high demand because of the metal resource that's inside it. I'm not sure of the exact composition of what the metal is, but it's valuable. Um, Typically, a Toyota Prius is the the vehicle that's being targeted for whatever reason, and and I've been told that the reason that Priuses are targeted is that their catalytic converter has like a double chamber, which yields more of that precious metal that they're um, obtaining. So that's why the the Priuses are being um, targeted, however, all vehicles that, Um, have an exhaust system, have a catalytic converter, and they are all, you know, subject to uh, potential theft.
0: Great. Uh, Thank you. Um, Commissioners, does anyone have uh, any questions for Sergeant Duran?
16: Go Uh, ahead, Commissioner. I was
12: going to say, if if you could expand on what would it take to get a catalytic, how do you say it? A
16: catalytic converter?
12: Catalytic converter. So what would they have to do to do this?
16: So, what, typically, what we're seeing and what they're doing is they have a uh, fairly inexpensive car jack that they'll use, small, lightweight. Um, they'll, they'll find a target vehicle. They'll approach it nighttime hours typically, where nobody's out, it's dark. Um, they, they jack up the vehicle very quickly, and they use what's called like a, um, a sawzall or an electronic saw, which is used uh, by battery, pretty powerful. Uh, the saw would cut through the pipes of the exhaust system fairly quickly within seconds, really, of either side, because it's a fairly thin amount of metal. So they, they cut it out, pop it off, they throw it in their car, they pick up their jack, and they're on their way. Minutes, really, so really minutes. it
12: would look like they may be changing a tire, and I would never know when I'm walking by. you never
16: by. notice
0: it, yeah. Oh, wow. OK. Uh, commissioners, anyone else have a question for Sergeant Duran? Oh, I do, if no one
12: else does. Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to know if you could explain in summary, because I'm so new and there's a lot of new people on the commission, how you communicate with block by block. How does that work?
16: So we, we uh, communicate with block by block on a, on a regular basis, I would say a day-to-day basis, um, simply just for the nature of our, our policing. Um, they call us when they see things. Um, sometimes we ask them to respond to things. Um, and then I work closely with, with Shea um, when, when incidents, things like that happen, our meetings, what, what not, I, I'm kind of the point of contact with their supervision, um, but on a regular basis, our deputies out in the field are making contact with them on a regular basis.
12: So would you say that every call that comes in, they will know about the call? Or is no. it just certain if, if you, oh my God, um, only if you need their help is the only time they would know? About yeah, anything,
16: or? Kind of the same way back and forth. If if they needed us or we needed them, that, that's how they would know. Um, our, our system for calls is a computer-based system that's a dispatch call, and we use radios that are on a, um, a sheriff's department frequency. They don't have access to the, that type of equipment, um, and we don't have, well, we do have access to their radios, but um, the, the systems that we use, they don't have access to, so they, they wouldn't necessarily be privy to our call.
12: Okay, so if you were looking for a suspect, would you tell them immediately who you're looking for?
16: Um, It just depends on the the circumstances. Obviously, if it was suspect, it was uh, armed or a dangerous person, Um, we may notify them. However, we don't want them to get involved um, in a situation like that because it would be dangerous to them, being that they're unarmed.
12: Okay, thank you.
16: You're welcome. Can you hear me? Yes.
7: Okay. Uh, the example of the fight that broke out, which I believe was right up the street here, the uh, pedestrian and the driver, I believe. Uh, yes. Would you say block by block responded effectively, efficiently? How did that impact what you do, and
16: were they equipped to handle it in any different way? You, you know, I, I don't think that, I, that I'm really qualified to make that determination. Um, they, they were there. They were the ones that made the call. Um, they were, were good witnesses, which is extremely helpful in law enforcement. Uh, w- we need people that, that see things, that can identify people, that can give us good information, and, and, and that's what they did. Um, w- whether or not they could have taken action, that, that, that's something I, I would hate to try to make that determination based off of a video I wasn't there. Um, I mean, a- anybody can an- intercede in, in a situation. However, it might tar- turn into something else that could be more dangerous. All right, any additional questions? Just go ahead.
3: Yes. Um, <clears throat> if I understand correctly, you said that there are occasions when you refer a situation to the block by block. Could you give us some examples of when you would do that?
16: Um, so a, a really good example was when um, the incident was going on at the Dillon, uh, our resources were extremely thin. Um, we, we had very few um, uh, radio cars and personnel available to respond to calls. So we did have some calls that were involving some transient type of activity, um, something of that nature, and we asked them to respond to see if they could evaluate it and help out and, and find a remedy because we were not going to be able to respond to something like that in a timely manner. Um, so things that are considered more of a, a lower priority call, less, less of a factor of danger is, is what we would ask.
3: Thank you.
0: Commissioner, is any additional questions?
12: Um, Just one more question. How do you communicate with the public?
16: Um, In what way?
12: In any way. You know, like if you wanted to get an announcement out, and it could be anything. If you're looking for a suspect and you want everyone to see the picture of this person, how does that work?
16: So... um... I'll go that route first. So we have various uh, sources of social media that that we utilize with the Sheriff's Department that are the the typical social medias, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Nixle, things like that. As soon as we have information that's viable to the public and available to put out there that that we have vetted and that is uh, reliable information, we start putting it out using those social media platforms. Um, We typically wouldn't throw something out there too quick, we wouldn't want to jump the gun on something and put bad information out there. Um, So those would be some of the sources that we would be doing that with uh, in, in terms of notifying the public of something.
12: Okay. And let's go really far out with this and say, let's say there was a emergency, a huge earthquake, knock on wood, wherever it is around here, and you had to connect with all of the public. How would you do that?
16: So there is a um, part of the nine one one system. It's like a uh, reverse nine one one system. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the terminology is what it's called, but basically, it would basically push information going outwards, the opposite direction. So anybody within a geographical area would be getting messages um, on their cell phone? The, On telephones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also other platforms that, that are in conjunction with like our emergency operations bureau, where they would send out emergency alerts, things like that. Um, in a a major earthquake or something of that nature, um, our level at our station probably wouldn't be doing that just because of the amount of calls and the amount of um, things going on that would be emergencies. It would be coming from a higher level, uh, a more organized base of emergency organizations and um, uh, resource.
12: Okay. Thank you so much.
16: You're welcome. Uh,
0: Thank you. Uh, Commission Secretary, do we have, comments in Chambers for the sheriffs?
9: Yes, we do have one member of the public which wishes to speak on this item in Chambers, um, and I believe one in uh, Zoom as well.
0: All right, great, thank you. So we can start in Chambers.
9: All right, so we have Victor Olmachenko. If he wants to go ahead and approach the podium, you'll have three minutes to speak.
15: Good evening, commissioners. And uh, uh, Victor Omolchenko, I'm a longtime uh, resident of West Hollywood. I formerly served as a public facilities commission. Commissioner, and I welcome uh, to the commission uh, uh, Ms. Freiburg, Mr. Harrison, Mr. Nickel, and Mr. Saltzman, and I wish you well, and thank you so much, Robert Oliver. I, I heard it over the phone. I think you're leaving, and I guess that Todd Hallman, thank you for your service, I guess Todd Hallman and I will just grow old together as, these pro- as this process goes on. I wanted to say that um, uh, thank you for the report also uh, from the Sheriff's Department about the notable incidents I believe that the report of stats, which I do look at, i like to review, I don't go really a deep dive, but the tragedy that happened at the Dillon, and I know the victim has come out all right, the criminal, the suspect is still on the loose and hopefully we will find him soon, but what would have been helpful is, like to me, is when you show the part one crimes in all of those tables, this one incident of horror at the Dillon apartment, was it an assault? Was it larceny? What what exactly was the crime and how is that reflected in the stats? And I think that perhaps for the public and for you commissioners and for the whole area of public safety, it would be helpful if there were some narrative regarding the notable incidents at the beginning of the report regarding whether, what details about it, any of the follow up that happened. And you know, I, I live in the center of the city, but I shop at the Trader Joe's on the east side and I get around. And somebody came up to me and said, Victor, whatever happened to the murder of that 23 year old girl along the Avalon complex by the Trader Joe's that occurred in October of 2021? What's happened? Perhaps it's being investigated. Is it a cold case? I think for public transparency and for feeling safer and also for giving credit to our law enforcement that perhaps we could hear about more follow-up, even if it's a closed case or a cold case, or hey, we may have a person of interest who murdered the 23-year-old girl around poinsettia or somewhere. So what I'm asking you to look at as time goes on is, you get these discrete stovepipes of information with stats, but what are the results of all of the investigations, especially when it is like notable incidents, like the three rapes that just happened and Where did they happen? Should we be informing people? Is it happening in some area of the city that we need, the ladies need to be care of or careful of, or even the men? So thank you for the stats, but I'd like more meat added, more narrative, more follow-up. Thank you. Uh,
0: Commission secretary, any additional comments in chambers?
9: We don't have any any more um, comments in chambers, but we do have one on Zoom.
0: Great, thank you. Um, J D,
2: I... um, if you yeah. could. Yes. Yep, you are unmuted. You have uh, three three minutes to
17: speak. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate you allowing me to uh, to, to speak. Um, you know, when it comes to the um, the information that we received uh, from um, from the sheriff's department. Uh, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I heard it was 1,600 calls, and I was wondering, and it doesn't have to be answered, but I was wondering, uh, of those 1,600 calls, how many of those have a report attached to it as a record? That might be something that we'd have to think about. So my comment goes like this. Um, it, it's regarding the call for service and, and, and basically the procedure. I can only speak for myself as, you know, perhaps this will be, bite me in the behind, but um, I'm at the point that I need to say something. I've been a West Hollywood resident for about 20 years. I've never needed emergency services, thankfully, until specific incidences, which began late late February, February, continuing up until now. So my comment would be regarding expectations and understandings and, and, and records of the incidences, and the follow-up, and um, you know maybe some sort of ability to feel safe and confident with that our sheriffs are not are not biased, uh, don't have bias, and are neutral. I'll tell you, like I said, I've been a resident for about 20 years. I'm in, my, I'm in my 40s, I've never been in trouble, thank, thankfully I've never caused any trouble. I think I called the sheriffs a handful of times to notify them about some transients or, and even had a, a sheriff contact me for help as I uh, had a camera set up that caught the front street and there was um, an incident where an armed robber dumped his firearm in the gutter and I was able to provide footage to the, of the vehicle colour making model. So honestly I consider myself a pretty good citizen. So when I was detained and put in handcuffs and thrown into a cruiser in front of all my neighbors and read my rights and arrested and then hard-booked, now I learned pretty quickly what hard-booked meant. Um, it was not an experience anyone would want to be in. You know, I was arrested on a private person's arrest and, and booked on allegations of battery with no injury, no witnesses, no evidence, just one person's word against the other. You know, we do, we do have a history, that we, we do have a history currently because we were in, were in a civil court together. We have, um, there was a hearing that he, uh, was denied a, a writ of possession, so I'm sure he wasn't happy. I spent eight hours uh, going through one of the, the worst experiences of my in my life, and I was told to remove my shoes and sat in a cold cell barefoot for a misdemeanor with a $500 bail. Wasn't given any food until I signed out at almost eight o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. It gets a little more sinister, so that was on Friday, and of, and of course I finally got home, and on a Monday morning, I noticed an electrician removing uh, camera from the camera from, the, from, the, from my doorway. I went out in barefoot in my pajamas and I asked, uh, who gave you permission to remove this uh, camera? Where another man from behind ran up and got in my face, proceeds to yell at me, without any reason, shoves me with such force that I fell backwards, three or four steps, I was in shock. I ran back into my, my unit and called 911. I told the deputy what happened. Deputies were dispatched about, right, about three hours later. I told them the situation. I actually had the, some, uh, the footage, the camera footage, before they removed the camera, so I had that footage, and I showed them the salt better. I said I wanted to conduct a private person's arrest, and there should be no reason why anyone should put their hands uh, on somebody else. J.D.,
2: to J.D., I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, your, your time is up.
17: Okay, so, um, okay, well, then I guess my time is up, then. I guess that is what it is, right?
2: Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Well,
17: thank you very much.
0: Chair, that's all we have, then, So That's all we have.
17: Um, Commissioner Nichols,
0: did you have questions for Sergeant Duran?
5: Uh, actually, yes. Thank you so much for coming back to me. Um, Sergeant Duran, hi, good to see you again. Nice seeing you. Um, following up on the, um, on the question about how information is, reaches the public, I know that there were concerns during the incident at the Dillon about how quickly that information did get out to the public. Um, normally there would be a public information officer at a station that would be tasked with doing this, yes?
16: Um, not necessarily assigned to the station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have never had a formal public um, information officer at our station.
5: But, I mean, it could make sense to have one. Absolutely. Considering that mm-hmm. we have a lot of high profile things that happen in West Hollywood.
16: Right. With, with the, the incident that happened at the Dillon, uh, we, we had to wait for uh, what we call a PIO to respond from our Sheriff's Information Bureau, which they did uh, fairly timely and they got basic information out there uh, mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, it would be a, a great asset to have at our station.
5: Great. Thank you.
16: Um,
0: commissioners, any additional questions for Sergeant Duran? All right. Thank you, sir.
16: I just wanted to touch on just a couple of little things that were made in the comments. Oh, certainly. Um, when, it, when it comes to the, the three rapes that occurred within the, the city this month, um, I can't provide too much information um, on those because it's a sexual assault allegation which there's quite a few uh, privacy restrictions that I I can't really comment on too much. So typically when we report on rapes or sexual assaults, it will be very, very basic information. Um, So unfortunately, there's not much I can put out there with those. Um, And then the other caller happened to mention something about uh, reports being associated with our calls. um, Of the 1,760 calls that we had, Um, every single one of our calls is documented via a log whether or not that turns into an official police report dic- is, depends on, on what happened with, uh, in the call and what uh, it, it was a crime, whatever, whatever happened. Um, so not every call has a formal police report, but every call has a uh, log entry type of a report that is associated with it.
0: Thank you. Any You're additional welcome. comments? All right, thank you, Sergeant Duran. Uh, Item 9C, reports from block-by-block security. Uh, The block-by-block security ambassadors will now provide reports on activities for the months of February, March, and April. And good evening, Mr. Gibson.
18: Shay Gibson, Operation Manager for the Block by Block Security Ambassador Program, West Hollywood. Um, Going over um, the things that we were involved in uh, over these last couple of months, uh, February and March were mainly dedicated to uh, new hires and and training. We also brought a uh, new supervisor on to oversee the operations on the the west side. DURING THESE MONTHS, uh, I ATTENDED um, THE WALK THE NEIGHBORHOOD WITH MAYOR Pro PROTEMP ERICKSON, ALSO WITH Safety COMMISSIONER uh, TODD HALLMAN, CHAIR. Um, SHERIFF AND Code COMPLIANCE WERE ALSO IN ATTENDANCE. AND uh, I, I THINK THAT WAS A, uh, a PRETTY GOOD um, INFORMATIONAL uh, WALK AS FAR AS WHAT WAS HAPPENING in the, in, in, ON THE EAST SIDE, uh, COMMISSIONER Nichols, NICHOLS AS WELL. Um, I had the opportunity to give a presentation to the Human Service Commission uh, on the Security Ambassadors and the services we provide. Uh, I think they went fairly well. Um, They seemed to be uh, very interested in in the things that we were doing out here. Um, Per request, uh, Block by Block was in attendance at the Drag Queen Storytelling at WeHo Library. Um, Also per request, we were in attendance with uh, Sips with CEPI. Uh, which was hosted at the Butcher, the Baker, and the Cappuccino Maker Cafe on Sunset, uh, which is basically uh, community engagement. Um, also, we uh, attended a training for national sexual assault awareness and a prevention outreach with the Sheriff Department. And we also um, were present uh, per request during the dedication of, of the Shalom Peace Square at the intersection of La Brea and Lexington. Uh, Mayor Shine was to speak, as well as representatives of the Israeli consulate. Um, so, of course, we did have uh, an incident that, that we all know about uh, where we had two individuals engaging in a physical altercation um, uh, on the corner of uh, Santa Monica Boulevard and San Vicente. Um, I want to make sure that we understand that the ambassadors uh, program are here to observe and report, okay? We're here to be an extra set of eyes and ears for the sheriff Department. Um, we uh, do not receive the type of training to get in, involved in uh, physical uh, situations and or uh, combat sometime, if you will. Um, I think the guys um, at that time could have done a better, uh, a better job as far as uh, engagement. Um, and, and de-escalation, but um, as a whole, they did do what they were supposed to do, and that was to um, witness what was going on um, and contact the sheriff's department to, to handle that situation. Um, since then, I have had retraining with uh, with the teams, um, uh, morning, swing, and night, on de-escalation and engagement practices, um, so that we can try to curtail some of that uh, possible standstillish. Um, looked at that uh, that was captured on on video um other than that we're just trying to get ready to prepare for pride um I do want to say that um our safety escort numbers have jumped up so people are calling and asking for self- requesting safety escorts, and, and we've been gladly uh been able to uh, to accommodate with that so um other than that I guess I'm ready for some questions
0: um I have a question, um, since you mentioned it, safety escorts. How exactly does that program work? Are any residents or any um, employees in the city um, able to call and ask for a safety escort?
18: Yes, sir, this is correct. So um, all they have to do is call our our duty phone number and our vanity line uh, and request a safety escort. Um, If it's something that you need uh, in advance, You can do that as well. Just let us know the time and the date that you need us there. Um, But we have a 24-hour hotline, so you can basically just call us up, let us know that um, you're feeling unsafe or you would like to be escorted from A to B, uh, and we'll come out and we'll do that.
0: And um, just one other point I'd love for you to clarify for everyone. Um, Our block-by-block ambassador teams, they are not armed, correct? This is correct. They don't have handcuffs. This is correct. They don't have pepper spray. This is correct. They don't have batons. This is correct. Correct. So again, if you can just reiterate, their purpose and function is to
18: observe and report and be an extra set of eyes and ears for the sheriff department. All right, thank you. I'm Commissioner Saltzman.
3: Thank you. Uh, I wonder if you could talk just a little bit about the training that the ambassadors receive.
18: Sure. so we receive training. We have a um, biweekly training series that we go through um, and that's uh, uh, year, year throughout the whole entire year. Um, and that goes, runs the gambit from de-escalation to engagement to uh, public engagement, um, um, how to uh, 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 effectively contact the sheriff department um, and things of that nature. We also have trainings on how to uh, notice uh, signs of dementia for the elderly community that we have here. Um, so it runs a whole gambit of things. Um, each topic is a different training topics each month um, that the teams are that the teams are put under.
3: Thank you. What would, would it include, for example, what the city ordinances say about riding bicycles on sidewalks?
18: Uh, Yes, it would. Yes, it would, and we definitely are not supposed to be riding any any, uh, bikes on the sidewalk, definitely.
3: I appreciate hearing that because on more than one occasion, I've nearly been run down on the sidewalk by an ambassador riding a bicycle, and so I just would appreciate that that would be part of the training.
18: Well, I definitely apologize for your experience, um, but um, that should not be happening. Uh, Ambassadors are typically uh, in the street. Uh, They walk their bikes across the crosswalks. Um, if they're feeling unsafe for whatever reason in the street due to traffic uh, situations, sure. they are to get onto the sidewalk, and, but they are to be walking the bike. Great.
5: Thank you. I appreciate it.
18: You're welcome. Uh, Commissioner Nichols.
5: Uh Manager Gibson, good to see you again. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Um, I did have a question. So the incident that you talked about where the two men were fighting in the street and the uh, security ambassadors witnessed it and then did call it in to the police. Um, You mentioned de-escalation, that they could have done better uh, with de-escalation. How would that have looked um, like? If these two guys were fighting, what could they have done?
18: It would have just been more uh, engagement as far as like verbal commands and things of that nature. Um, I didn't really see much of that. I wasn't there and I couldn't hear the audio, but I didn't see much of that as far as uh, uh, physical motion. So um, uh, that's what we definitely tapped back into.
5: All right. Um, And then, to follow up on um, Chair Holman's questions, I think that there is still a lot of confusion, amazingly, after all of these years where you've been in West Hollywood, as to what you can and cannot do. Um, Chair Holman asked about weapons. That's non-lethal as well. Like, you don't carry pepper spray either, do you? That's correct. You carry nothing. You don't carry handcuffs. That's correct. You can't detain anyone. You can't arrest anyone. No, sir. Okay. And what about homeless outreach, what does that look like, what do you do as far as that?
18: Uh, So we typically will, um, you know, comb the streets, Um, we make uh, what are are called um, um, unhoused community uh, contacts. Um, We basically want to make sure that the person is alive, Um, we will offer um, to connect them with social services. Um, if they are receptive to that, then we will try to facilitate a meeting between them and one of the city service providers. Um, typically, uh, two locations will either meet at Plumber Park uh, and or um, West Hollywood Park.
5: Okay. Thank you.
18: Okay. Um,
0: commissioners, any other questions for... Yes, go ahead. I'm just curious, um, regarding
7: scooters, do you provide... Commands. how do you interact with scooters on the sidewalks?
18: So uh, the guys are, that are usually on foot patrol, um, if they're seeing um, a scooter causing an obstruction across the sidewalk, um, we typically try to, you know, move them out of the way um, so that the, the pedestrians have a natural flow uh, on the sidewalks and also to help our, um, our uh, handicapped community as well sorry one follow-up just as far as people actually writing so as far as writing we don't hand out like citations or anything like that Um, we do if we do see them uh writing illegally we will try to say something but you know most of the time they're zipping by Uh, we can't catch them when they're at a light or something like that but uh that hasn't been the the easiest
0: (laughs) uh commissioners any other additional questions
12: Uh, go ahead so you had recently got 40 extra ambassadors correct 30 30 yes okay and so are they trained and ready to go where are you at with that process
18: yes yes so it typically takes uh about a good solid month i would say to have complete training uh fully um but we we uh we are up and running and good and and, and and good to go um each new ambassador that comes in of course has to go through this training um there have been several new faces Um, that have been uh, in the community. I know me and uh, uh, Mr. Harmon had discussed this a little bit uh, previously. Um, But that happens because uh, I will try to uh, continue to have the best possible uh, manpower out there that I can.
12: Okay, and then how are you communicating with the public about who you are?
18: Basically, so we do a lot of meetings. And a lot of public forums, uh, and then um, also through uh, Director Revis um, and the city's communication channels.
8: Okay,
12: and then also, can you just touch upon um, how you communicate with the sheriff's department?
18: Yeah, uh, via uh, either uh, uh, direct phone call. Um, uh, we call. We do have. Uh, we contact dispatch. Um, they do have one of our radios. We don't have their radio, so we don't listen to any of their their things. Uh, we typically will not get involved in violent situations, um, but we do communicate with the sheriffs on a daily basis. Um, I do have a weekly meeting with them, um, and our ambassadors interact with them uh, pretty much on a daily basis. So that's from the, the, the daytime to the nighttime entertainment uh, policing team as well.
12: Okay, and is, do you feel that you're missing anything, you need anything else that would help your ambassadors do their job better, maybe from the sheriff's department or from anywhere, from the city, do you need help in any way?
18: Not right now. I just want to make sure that, that, that uh, my guys are, are you know, uh, they want to feel safe out, out there as well, right? So um, they do feel supported by the sheriff's department and, 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 uh, and, and I think that's, that's all we need for right now.
12: Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they have nothing on them. They don't even have pepper spray.
18: This is correct. This is correct. I, that's um, a lot crazy of, to me. Well, a lot of, this time, a lot of times uh, the situation depends on how you're approaching the situation. Um, We deal with uh, 90% of the unhoused community members out here. So um, if you're approaching the situation aggressive or something like that, then that's nine times out of ten you're going to get that back from that person. Um, But if you're approaching the situation with uh, empathy uh, care, um, then you typically get a kind of response. You may still get cursed out and things like that, um, but they they typically uh, uh, go ahead and comply with what you're asking.
12: So, is this a block by block policy that you can't carry anything, or is this just something you're just not allowed to do that because you're not trained as? It's a policy. Your policy? Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much.
18: You're welcome.
0: Commissioners, any additional questions? Um, Commission Secretary, do we have any comments in chambers?
9: We have no comments in chambers.
0: Any comments on Zoom? Um,
2: Chair, we do have uh, a speaker, but I believe that they want to speak during uh, the second public comment uh,
0: period. Okay, great. Thank you, Director Rivas. Um, well, thank you, um,
18: Mr. Gibson. Thank you. Thank you all. Welcome. Thank you.
0: Uh, moving on, um, Director Rivas, just for the records, we moved 10 uh, to item 8B, correct? That is correct. Correct. So then, now we are at um, public comments, and you said we have a comment in Zoom. None in chambers, correct, Commission Secretary? We do
9: have one in chambers as well.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah. Let's start in chambers. Thank you.
9: All right, Victor Almachenko. If you want to approach the podium, you'll have three minutes to speak.
15: Good evening again. Years ago, my mentor in Things Civic, Gene Dobrin, and I were sitting in these council chambers at 11 p.m., and Councilmember Heilman looked at us and said, look at those two. We were over there. The most important document of the year, and there's only two people in the chambers, and they were about the council to discuss the budget. It's about the money. And what I just wanted to share with you, I was driving home, and I heard a little bit of what happened earlier, and I wanted to share with you that years later, there was an April 20th subcommittee on the budget chaired by Mayor Schein and Mayor Pro Tem Erickson at which five of us appeared and gave comments, not just about public safety, but also about historic preservation, and we talked about public facilities. And there was an individual public facilities, current commissioner there, talking not on behalf of the entire commission, but as an individual. And so when I heard George Nickel, new commissioner George Nichol, suggest that maybe, maybe you agendize as a group, looking at the issue that has been besetting our city about do we wanna fund more deputies? Do we wanna fund more of this? Or do we want less of this or that? I really like seeing something like that agendized. And I know that the city council's May 15th agenda will be released this Wednesday. So as individuals, you have the opportunity to look at that agenda and see if the budget is in there because there's only a meeting on May 15th and then there'll be a meeting on June 26th and then it's a fait accompli and everybody will keep on saying we want this, we want that, we want this, we want that and nobody comes to a decision. So, the time, I believe, for commissioners to get involved in budgets, whatever it is, whatever commission, is several months in advance before the July 1 start and everything is codified. Ms. Freiberg, I saw an action reviewing diligently grant proposals for human services contracts. They were involved. You have the right to be involved in looking at budgets. I think that's in the purview. I look forward to the six-month review, November through April of public safety, and then the city council may say something. But when do we, as commissioners, and when do you start implementing and giving suggestions, hey, maybe we want more money for this and less money for that, Where do you, as our individual commissioners, want this to go? So waiting and dragging it and, oh, we're going to study in the session and all that, the time is now. So when you think about it, if I had been on the commission with you, Mr. Nichol, I would have seconded your motion. So thank you, and I look forward to all of your service on this very, very important number one priority, public safety. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Director Reeves, did you say we had um, a comment in Zoom? Uh,
2: We do. So I'm going to start with um, the phone number with the last four, three, four, six, eight. If you can please press star six and state your name, um, you'll have three minutes to speak.
19: hi good evening honorable commissioners uh, my name is danny hang and i'm a resident of west hollywood i just wanted to call and congratulate uh, commissioner freiberg on her appointment uh, to the public safety commission i have served for many years with commissioner freiberg on the Disabilities advisory board and have seen her in action on the human services commission her passion for the city is uh, unrivaled and i believe that she will bring unparalleled um, positivity and conviction to the Commission and its work. I'd also like to congratulate uh, Commissioners uh, Saltzman, uh, Harrison and Nichols to the Public Safety Commission as well. And also, I just wanted to say um, thank you to our public safety officials for the report, uh, especially block by block. I have seen block by block de-escalating homeless issues in the Rainbow District. I have seen block by block distribute pamphlets to unhoused individuals for social services and I live in Mid-City, and I also have seen small-by-block personnel ride their bicycles on the streets, not on the sidewalk, at least where I live. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to close with by saying, uh, happy AAPI month, and happy uh, senior month in the City of West Hollywood. Thank you so much.
2: Uh, thank you, Danny. Um, we do have uh, two other folks. I do see a hand raise. Um, JD, uh, did you wish to um, provide additional comment?
17: Yes. Yes, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, first off, um, um, yes. Yeah. First off, I was I was wondering. Um, so the um, ambassadors are there to uh, just be another set of eyes, as maybe like a camera or some sort of a um, some sort of um, a witness. Um, I, I I can only imagine myself would would uh, feel more confident if I had some sort of protection, just in case somebody jumped out at me. Um, that's how I feel. I mean, I'm not sure why that, that isn't even something. You know, because anybody can walk down the street and have a, a pepper spray in their hand, uh, in their pocket. You know, just in case. That's how I feel. And then I just wanted to finish up with the uh, my, my last comment. The reason why uh, my whole thing was brought into um, to this, this, this venue. So the biggest issue that I have is, is that there's the report. There's no the reports are are, are far from few. Um, when when you talk about 1,700 um, uh, calls for service, and we don't have an exact number of how many of those service calls were actually reports. A call log is a call log, but there's nothing detailed about a call log. There's no information. There's no way you can take that information in for my in my in my situation and take it to get a temporary restraining order. I can't go. To, I can right now. I can go to the court and just give my 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 occurrence of what happened, but I don't have a report even to, to, to back that up for any you know for some, some sort of evidence uh, I could show them a camera the, the camera videos. But I mean, at the end of the day, um, not having a report by the police station, the first thing they'll ask you: Did you did you call the police? Did you call the sheriffs? Uh, yeah, well, did they make a report? No. Also, oh, they didn't decide that it was an, it was an, a big enough issue. So, I mean, you know, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I'm thinking is, is really important, um, because otherwise, what is it? I mean, they just can, you know, they can just they can make a decision. So, they're supposed to be they're not supposed to be the judge. They're supposed to be the um, um, protecting non bias and deciding, uh, not deciding what what's what's this. What, you know, whether I should make a crime a report here or there, because in my situation, they arrested me, but they didn't do a thing to the other gentleman. Uh, when he actually shoved me. So I mean, it's like, you know, choosing sides. Just make a report for both of them or or rest or whatever you need to do and go from there. That's all I have to really say, you know?
2: Great. Thank you so much, uh, JD. Um, And then I will move on to the the phone number uh, with the last four digits of uh, 5307. If you wish to speak at this time, please press uh, star six and you'll have three minutes to speak. Again, last four digits of 5307. If you wish to speak at this time, please press star six. Chair, uh, that's all the speakers we have at this time.
0: Great, Um, thank you. And also for the record, um, 12 items from commissioners, we move to item 8A, correct?
2: That is correct, Chair.
0: All right, so um, with that being said, everyone, um i think this is probably one of our fastest meetings um don't get used to it we'll probably be here until three or four in the morning for some of them so bring your blankie um again welcoming all of our new commissioners i look forward to working with you uh thank you commissioner oliver i will miss you dearly but um congratulations on the new position and we are adjourned until June 12th Monday 6 p.m. our next meeting. Thank you everyone.